Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fuji Love Podcast, the show all about the Fujifilm X series and GFX camera systems. Fuji Love is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine, where you will find all the latest in interviews and reviews related to our fam- favorite camera system. It's all there at FujiLove.com. I am your host, Mark Sadowski, and this is a very excited time. I am very honored to be the new host. Fujifilm has been such a game changer in my personal career. To be in this chair is quite the honor. And it's kind of funny. Um, I, I This isn't the first podcast that I've ever hosted. Uh, a long time ago, I... Uh, did several attempts at uh, hosting podcasts, but what ended up working was a little podcast and YouTube channel that uh, I made called The Tiny Shutter, and that is a show all about iPhone photography, iPhone photography being one of my passions, and I've handed off hosting duties for The Tiny Shutter to some colleagues of mine, and I've continued to do the tiny shutter youtube channel to some uh because of time constraints i i couldn't do both the the podcast and the youtube channel i also made a little podcast called the x line uh that was my first attempt at making a fujifilm podcast and it was supposed to be a solo show I wanted to share my personal stories. And at that time, I wasn't 100% into the Fujifilm system. Uh, It was kind of a learning curve going from uh, a Canon system, which I I used predominantly, and into the X-Series. And the podcast was there to kind of document that change, that transition. And I also had some interviews there, too. I had... Uh, Kevin Mullins, I had Chris Upton, Andrew Billingham. They were all great interviews. And it got to a point where it was hard to do a solo show. It, it's very hard talking to yourself on a on a podcast. Uh, it was very easy to do interviews, but I couldn't always get interviews. It, it was difficult, and I kind of put it on the back burner. For a season, I'd say, eh, I'd get back to it. I'd get back to it. Fast forward three years, and I get a call from Tomash, and he invited me to take over hosting duties for Fuji Love. And I'll be honest, I've never listened to the Fuji Love podcast, but I have been an avid reader of the articles on Fuji Love magazine. I, I I jumped at the opportunity. I, I couldn't say no. The I, I love the camera system. I love Fujilove magazine. That that is some great information and uh, it, great articles, great interviews. And so I jumped at it. I said yes. I would love to be the new host. And I thought you know I'd I'd be taking over you know, a regular podcaster, you got a little bit of a transition. Thomas didn't tell me that Yance was 
a really great voice. I listened to a few episodes and my jo- my jaw dropped. I mean, here here was essentially a Greek god mixed with James Earl Jones. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to follow that? <laughs> Yance was a great presence and great voice. Uh, he was uh, a, a tremendous interviewer. He was amazing. <laughs> and this is going to be a tough act to follow. Um, Yes, you did a, an amazing job. And I humbly thank you for, for all the shows that you, you did. And I will do my absolute best to follow in your steps, good sir. Um, you are an amazing talent. And I wish you all the success in your, in, in your future work. And I hope to have you back for a few interviews if you'd like to come back. Uh, if you have time, um, it, it, it was amazing. And yeah, everybody, uh, send your thanks to him, uh, that he, he was, he, he was a good, good podcaster and all the best to you, my friend. I wish I got to meet you in person, but, uh, this episode, I'm going to talk just a little bit about myself, uh, where I come from and how uh, Fujifilm has helped me. Um, Right now, I am a wedding and portrait photographer in New England. Uh, I've been doing photography for probably over 20 years now. Uh, I actually started as a newspaper reporter. Back when I was in college, uh, I was in the University of Massachusetts uh, in, in Lowell, and I was an English major. That, that was what, what, what I had my degree in. One of the internships that I had was for our local newspaper. They required all their reporters to know photojournalism because even back in the 90s, <laughs> uh, newspapers were not doing so well. And their staff was very minimum when it came to photography so every photographer uh, every every reporter had to be a photographer as well and we all walked around with point and shoot cameras and so we had to all know how to be photojournalists so when i learned from the the photographer on staff how to be a photojournalist that kind of set things in motion where I loved photography. This was very, very fun. And so I moved away from the writing aspect of it. Writing was becoming less and less of a passion and photography just really bit into me and I just kind of went from there. But I still had aspirations of being a world famous author. Um, this being, I was very young. (laughs) I didn't know how bad I was at writing just yet. And, you know, and I moved on, I graduated and then I, you know, fast forward a few years, I actually became pretty sick. Uh, I had 
a condition called Meniere's disease. And what Meniere's essentially does, it's a disorder in your inner ear. And I would get extremely dizzy. I'm talking major spinning. Uh, I felt like I had to hold onto the grass to keep from flinging off the earth, that kind of fast. And so that really knocked me out for a long time. I, you know, I underwent some ways to, to minimize the, the vertigo. And that was like, there were these injections that I had in my ears to kind of kill the, the balance center. Uh, This is my left side. I was unemployed at the time. Things were just looking really, really difficult. I, I was miserable. And photography kind of came back into the picture. Um, I, I saw some colleagues of mine take random photos, and I would think, you know what? I could probably do that. Just a way to kind of take my mind off things to escape a little bit. And so I did a little digging around and I was unemployed at the time. I didn't have a lot of money. I was living at home with my parents. And uh, so I wasn't going to buy, you know, a crazy SLR system or anything like that. Uh, I looked around at some Nikon point and shoots. Uh, I looked at the Canon power shot for the longest time, but another camera really took, just kind of grabbed hold of me. And this was the Fujifilm FinePix S7000. This was, uh, I think it was like a, it was a weird hex system that they had, which was a three megapixel camera, but it acted like a six megapixel camera. I, I don't remember the exact details. I still have the FinePix camera upstairs. Um, and it only shot in JPEG. It was an awesome, awesome camera. I took some great shots with that. That camera helped me learn the ins and outs of like the basics of photography, where uh, I did portrait photography with that. I did landscape photography with that. Uh, I managed to find friends and colleagues and uh, did some model shoots with, with them. And it really... It didn't cure me of my disease or anything like that, but it really helped me cope with it. And I started to enjoy life again. It was such a refreshing change where, you know, I wasn't, my mind wasn't foggy anymore. I I wasn't feeling that despair. And it helped me tolerate those moments of extreme dizziness that I would have. That would happen at any given moment. Uh, Sometimes they were back to back. Sometimes they weren't. There was a week apart. I never knew. And it always left me scared before. But with photography and that fine pics camera, it was, life became better. And I loved it. it. It was great. And finally, after many years of dealing with Meniere's, I finally had the surgery to, uh, it's a procedure called the labyrinthectomy where you basically rip out that uh, motion, that, that 
balance center in, in the left ear. And I'm now completely deaf on that side. But I'm no longer holding onto the grass to keep from flinging off the earth anymore. And that feels great. And, um, and so I moved on. I, I moved on with photography. Uh, I became more interested in learning to be a professional photographer. And from that point, I, I moved on to the Canon system because, you know, we were all told it's either Canon or Nikon at that point. And, and this is the time where digital had just kind of taken over film uh, to kind of, I, I don't remember the dates exactly, but I was using the Canon 20D as my wedding photographer, uh, wedding photography camera. And then shortly after the 20D, I jumped to the Canon 5D, which was this brand new full frame system. And that was revolutionary at the time because it mimicked the 35 millimeter film. It was, this was it. This was like the best of, I mean, it was not the best of the best, but it was more affordable than the Canon 1D system, which was the, you know, premier camera. And the, you know, that that's where it was. I, I used the 5D for the longest time, right up until this one online video kind of changed everything. Um, that online video came from a Vincent LaFerrey, which was a short movie that he created but that short movie showed exactly what you could do with the five the canon 5d mark ii and that just set the world aflame i remember that really well because all of a sudden people can do video with their dslrs and it was just this amazing kind of change where it was just a massive game changer for photography and for video those two worlds now collided Um, just the amount of influence that Vincent LaFerre had uh, uh, years later uh, after using the Canon 5D Mark II for the longest time there was something else that kind of came into the forefront and it was Something peculiar. No, there is another. And that other was another Fuji Finepix camera. And this one was not an S series or anything like that. This was an X100. When I saw the first picture of it, I just loved the look, the, that classic rangefinder look. And I just had to have this. This was an amazing looking camera. I rented it because, uh, you know, I didn't want to buy it outright. It was, you know, over a thousand bucks. That's a lot to invest in. And after the first photograph that I took, I, I took this to a wedding. Rather than using my Canon uh, for, for, the, for the beginning shots, the, the, the bride getting ready, I decided to try out the you know, just a few shots with the, the this X100. After the first few shots, it was, oh, how can I put this? Hallelujah. 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 
Oh my God. The colors on this thing. It was the sharpness. It was just amazing. And the, the, the detail, this is just from a JPEG, not, not some raw file. The, the JPEGs were coming out better than my, my Canon camera. This camera was beautiful. This can camera was producing amazing images. This camera was really slow. <laughs> and that was like the, the kicker. I was like, oh, I would love to use this with the bride coming down the aisle. And no, I can't. I can't take that chance. The autofocus was just not great at all. But it really helped me come back into Fuji, uh, you know, from, you know, from the Finepix S7000 to the Finepix X100. You know, the, this X series was now, you know, in, in my, in my sights and I wanted to learn more. Maybe there's another camera out there. And, and from there, I tried the X-Pro1 with the 35mm lens. And I, I tried that at a wedding. And it was also not that fast. It was pretty slow. But, you know, for doing portraits and everything, I, I was taking some great shots. As long as the people were standing still. <laughs> so I wanted to learn more. I, I, I went you know, searching and the, 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 the one search that I always came to the, the, you know, the, the thing that kind of point, whatever direction I approached this at all pointed to one man. And that is Kevin Mullins. I really feel that Kevin Mullins is Fujifilm's version of Vincent LaFerre showing that this camera system can be used for wedding photography and successfully at wedding photography. And, you know, seeing what he could do with, with this camera system was such a game changer for me. Uh, again, coming back to that word, uh, he, he showed what is possible with, with, with this system. And, I I just dedicated myself to learning how to use this camera system. And of course, Fujifilm wasn't, you know, resting on its laurels either. In a very short amount of time, they made improvements to their cameras. And this is the first time I ever learned, you know, using, I was using Canon for the longest time. I didn't know they were firmware updates for cameras. And when I learned that there were firmware updates that, that happened on the regular with Fujifilm, I'm thinking, this is amazing. This is this is unheard of to make cameras that you can improve over time. I remember that X100 becoming better with with, uh, with with a few firmware updates, and all of a sudden this camera was faster. Uh, still not fast enough from for for my uh, liking, but. Uh, you know, it, it, it got better and I got better at handling the camera system too. And, you know, I, I, I did whatever I could to, to learn more, to improve my techniques. How were other people using it? Back button, button focusing and all that crazy stuff. 
it was just this amazing time of learning and just reestablishing how I am as a photographer uh, with, with the camera Canon system. And, uh, you know, Canon's no slouch, but it made me kind of complacent in my photography style, whereas Fujifilm was this great tactile dive into, you know, the the very essentials of photography, I, I feel. Uh, I, I think Fujifilm says it best, and you will find this on every Fujifilm Instax uh, packet, uh, the, the, the film packages that they have, the instant films. Whenever you put that into the film printer or, or any, any of their uh, Instax cameras, the, the divider, the, the protector for the film will pop out uh, this little black uh, protector from the sunlight so that it doesn't overexpose the, the, the films. And on it is one message, two words, tangible photography. I think that sums up Fujifilm to, to, to the core. It's Fujifilm is tangible photography, whether you're holding the film, holding the cameras. It's a very, very hands-on approach to photography that, that we kind of missed with the the advent of digital from film where you know the the camera's doing a lot of things you know some knobs here knobs there sliders and fujifilm brings you back to that tangible aspect where you're using the 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 aperture rings again you're it's it's just this great tangible feeling to to your photography it slows you down, but it helps you improve yourself, and it feels great. I, I I loved it, but for the longest time, it was frustrating that I could not do this as my full time camera for for weddings. It, it I I thought I wouldn't be able to make it, uh, so you know I I created the X line show. To, to kind of help me with that process. Maybe this will be the push that I needed. If I document myself, things will be better. And you can still find those shows, actually, if you ever want to hear what I was like uh, a few years ago. But they th- that didn't help. It, it wasn't until I actually was a second photographer for uh, a colleague of mine who, who needed some help on, on his wedding. Uh I said, you know, all right, that's great. I'm a second shooter. Let me, can I try my Fuji system with this one? Uh, I'll, I'll still use the Canon just for the key stuff, but I'll, I'm going to use my Fujis if that's all right. And he agreed. It was, it was fine. Uh, and at that time, I had the, the X100T as, as my 23mm uh, lens. And then I had the Fujifilm, uh, the XE two at the time and i think i had my 50 millimeter lens attached to that one or or not my my 50 millimeter equivalent i had the 35 millimeter lens on that and then i was doing some wide shots i I was using his uh canon 135 millimeter 
and that was on my 5D Mark II. And so the, the ceremony was about to start. I was about to put away the Fujis and switch the lens uh, from the 135 millimeter to the 24 to 70, the, the tried and true lens for wedding photography on, on a Canon. But things started really fast. And the lead photographer was caught down the ways. And I was the only one to, to catch the bride to come down the aisle. And I didn't have my Canon, my, my, my ideal Canon set up for that. All I had was either the XE2 or the X100T. And this was it. This was my moment to, th- th- there was no turning back. I, I, I had to nail this for my, my friend. And it was that moment of faith, <laughs> that leap of faith, um, and so I pulled up my X100 and I caught everyone coming down the aisle, the bridesmaids coming down the aisle. I'm nailing it with the X100, the X100T. And then finally the bride comes down the aisle and I, I get all of that on the on the Fuji film. And as soon as the bride came down, uh, kissed her dad, was handed off, uh, I, I went back to the uh, back down the aisle to to get the wide shot and i breathed the biggest sigh of relief i was like oh my god i did it i captured a very important action with the fujifilm series and of course the lead photographer came came back i i, I to this time I, I still don't know what happened what what delayed him and then once i saw that he was taking care of the whole you know the rest of the wedding I went to chimp like crazy uh, in, in the very back, and, and I'm, uh, you know, looking at my files, the the the, the images, playing it back, and, and everything was great. Everything was sharp. Everything was beautiful. I did it. This this was a milestone for me. And and then uh, w- when we went inside for for the reception, uh, I, I set up my lights, and instead of putting them on my you know, my off-camera flashes on my uh, my my cannons. I I put them into uh, in, into my Fujifilm, and you know, it just it just was great. After that, I I did it. I did it, and it was such a. I mean, I'll I'll play it again. It was a hallelujah moment. I'll only do one. <laughs> and, and from then on, it was all Fujifilm. I, uh, I now use the Fujifilm X-Pro2. I have a Fujifilm X-T3, and I have a variety of lenses. My favorite probably is the 90mm F2 lens for portraits. Uh, I just love that, that sweet spot. I love that bokeh such a fun lens to use. Um, and then I, I bounced back and forth between using the 16 to 55 millimeter for like that everyday use, um, kind of the equivalent of the 24 to 70. But during receptions, I will use the uh, prime lenses. I will switch to the 23 millimeter and the 35 millimeter 
both of them at F2, uh, those are my go-tos for receptions. It just, it's that balance between, you know, getting the whole picture and zooming in just enough. Uh, I, I can't zoom in too much because there's usually a lot of crowded, you know, people surround the bride and groom a lot. And uh, that gives you, the, the 35 gives you that zoom and separation from the crowds, but you're not, you don't have to back away too much where if you back away too much, then everybody just kind of fills in and you're, you're out of luck there. That is, that is my uh, setup right now. Probably going to upgrade to the X, X-T3 maybe, the X-Pro3, well, that's another story. Well, I'll save that for another podcast, but, um, but yeah, that's, that is my story of how I became, uh, a Fujifilm photographer and I never looked back. I've gotten several of my friends hooked on the Fuji X series. Uh, they, they, they now use them for, for their weddings and, and for portraits and it's been great. And I look forward to doing more shows. They're not going to be solo shows. This is the only solo show that I will do for Fuji Love. Uh, again, it's very difficult to talk just straight into a microphone and uh, just kind of talk to yourself for a, a while. I'm going to carry on the tradition of uh, interviews uh, with, with, with Fujifilm photographers and help with uh, tips and tricks and and reviews when 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 the when those present themselves and of course i would like to hear from you from you all i mean when you look at hashtag fuji love or my fuji love um, you see a tremendous amount of talent out there and there are a lot of great photos taken by the community. Uh, so I want to hear from you. Uh, I am new to this, uh, to, to this particular channel. I am very humbled to be your host. This is a great opportunity. Uh, if you want to find me on the web, you could find me at Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. You could find me at Mark Sadowski on Instagram at Mark Sadowski on Twitter. Also, Send send an email. Uh, go ahead and send a message to FujiLoveFeedback at gmail.com and tell me about the camera system that you use. What kind of film simulations do you enjoy using? Or do you enjoy just straight up the raw file, using the raw files? Let me hear from you, and I'd love to share some of your feedback on the show. I can't wait to be back next time. And... Until then, I'll see you. I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs>